Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to our early morning trade plan, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So without further ado, let's get straight into it then. Good morning for those of you joining us live. Um, I hope you're all keeping well. So please see our risk warning currently up on screen. I mean, you probably don't need me to say at this stage, but the more prepared you are, the, the, the more straightforward, the easier your decision making will be. Um, so that's really the purpose behind this session um, every morning. So what do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time you get to your trading desks? You need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. How do we pick the markets that we, we want to focus on? Um, and probably more importantly, why are we choosing those particular markets? Then we need to make some decisions regarding where do we enter these markets? Where do we exit, um, whether for a, a loss or for a gain? Um, how do we manage risk, hopefully prior to entry? These are all very important considerations. These are not frivolous. Each one of these, there's a lot of education and a lot of understanding behind each element um, in, in phase. trade management, how to manage each trade to successful outcome. What are we trying to achieve? Um, where do we where do we identify, I suppose, um, at what point do we identify that our targets have been met? We, we've, we've reached the levels at which we are, are comfortable. We want to see our P&L tick higher consistently. So therefore, we need to make some decisions in terms of how we do that. And trading psychology, not, not just our own psychology as individuals with, um, you know, our wants, fears, anxieties, stresses, you know, um, all of those psychological elements which impact us all every single day. Um, but also the market has its own psychology as well. So it'll take a while for you to be in tune with that, but um, it does get a lot easier the more experience you get. So we discuss these considerations live every day, um, not just in, in this particular session, but in our live trade rooms. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our uh, approach. We don't want to be chopping and changing. We want to just stick to the approach that's proven very successful now for years um, and very disciplined with our capital. We don't want to move away from that level of discipline and patience as well uh, when trading. So today could really be one of those patient trading days. Um, we've had a lot of, lot of volatility in the last four trading days. What are we now? Wednesday. So um, we want to be mindful of that and know that we've got a major news event later on today. Um, it's, it's 7 p.m. UK time, so early evening for us here. Um, so we want to be mindful of this event and uh, we, you know, we will start with a review of market moving news. So let's have a quick look at that event now uh, through Forex Factory. So yesterday, PPI came in very much in line with expectations. Um, I suppose what that meant was the, the PPI, the input costs for, for, for producers is, is uncomfortably high, although it is in line with it, the expectations. So what it, what it meant was a little bit further of, um, of weakness uh, across the indices and certainly we, we saw really uh, an exponential move really in, in in the pound yet again to the downside and as you know that's been our focus uh, over the last few trading days okay so um today now it's really well i suppose we've got an interesting we're going to see we're going to hear from the retailers and and um 
the consumers in the US in terms of retail sales figures. So we'll see if, if they surprise to the upside, if there's any kind of, um, uh, th there's, there's some concern about demand destruction if inflation fails to be dealt with um, by the Fed, which is really what's happening. The Fed are really behind the curve. We've been saying this now for six months, six, seven months. Um, they're very, very far behind. And the Fed now really have, a, have to make a decision. We're expecting a 50 basis point rate hike. However, there's many that are, are now suggesting the Fed need to be a lot more aggressive than that. And they need to be really get on top of this inflation situation. And if they don't, that will be more concerning to these markets. So um, we had Jerome Powell last month suggest that the the interest rates that we, he's taken 75 basis points off the table. So that doesn't seem like it's a viable, it's a viable number. Um, now, the Fed will probably need to change that view. So they probably need to come out and, and sort of be in front of the market. Um, if that's the case, we might see some positivity actually begin to creep in because there's a lot of there's a lot of inherent value in, in, in a lot of these stock markets at the moment. And um, at what point will this turn begin? And that's what we're looking out for. Uh, if they surprise to the downside and it's 50 basis points, although it's a, it's a sizable number, 50 basis points, um, then uh, we, we very well may see some further downside. So we, we just want to be on the right side of the market fundamentals. We want to be mindful of these market fundamentals at the moment. And we want to... This is the beauty about being day trading is yesterday we could be out and out bears in these markets. Today, if there's a bit of sideways moving price action, we can be a bit patient. And, um, and tonight we have, we can afford ourselves to actually be, be buyers again if the right conditions are met. But that's a very important if, um, you know, the Fed have one eye on the economy. They've got one eye on, on, the, on the inflation story. And they don't seem to want to rock the economy too much and prepared to, you know, certainly um, be a lot more patient with this inflation story than perhaps um, they should be. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. The other sort of fundamental development behind these markets is the steepness of the yield curves. So if we look at the back end of the 10-year, um, you can see we're up at 3.4. You can see the steep incline that's really been driving these markets, um, well, these US industry markets to the downside. And we had some inversion again yesterday um, where we are, um, we're now at 3.35 on the two year. So this is the front end, 3.35 versus 3.40. So we're only marginally ahead on the 10 year. Now that's quite dysfunctional and when you get these um, bond market inversions it does imply recession and the question is how big will that recession be? The Fed will probably have to oversee some form of recession now. Um, it's, just, it's just how big will it be? Will it be kind of a, a, a light soft landing or will it be kind of a heavy crash? We get wages spiraling out of control. We get um, demand fundamentally, you know, being broken up and, and seeing this demand destruction side of thing. Um, 
you know, eventually unemployment, you know, a lot of um, defaults uh, on debt and uh, bankruptcies and things like that. So it can get very nasty very, very quickly. And this is what the markets are, um, are trying to absorb. Tomorrow we'll discuss the MPC and uh, the Swiss National Bank. We'll also be hearing from the BOJ as well on Friday. So uh, we've still got three more central banks after tonight's FOMC. So um, we can certainly, we've had a, a very, very strong, volatile beginning of the week. Let's have a look at these charts and see where these opportunities are. We'll start, of course, with risk. We'll see what the appetite is at these lower levels. So this is your very, very significant breakout to the downside below the 4,100. Now we're down at the 37.50. So we've been in this trade a couple of times now uh, and the, the NASDAQ uh, along with the pound dollar to the downside and the pound yen. So really sizable moves. You could get into a whole number of other markets. These markets have been certainly taking our focus um, with the potential weakness that we've seen in the pound. And you can see further weakness against the euro as well. So um, it's a good it's a good way to gauge you know which markets are are more are stronger than others. You can see yes, there is very significant moves to the downside. We're finding a bit of support now, um, but clearly some markets are far weaker than others. So that's why our focus has been on the pound. Okay, so let's do our trade plan for the day then. We've got the, the S&P um, down at these lower levels. Yesterday's markets were, were, were quite inconclusive. And those of you that were trading with us, when we saw the PPI, um, we kind of, we kind of lost interest a little bit because, um, you know, we didn't get we didn't get a deviation on that number in any particular direction. So um, it came in in line with expectations. We actually saw a little bit further downside, followed by some reversals there across the board. Look at the the Nasdaq just in this little really strong now sideways moving pattern, and you know this is now it has the potential doesn't it now to start re reversing and start pulling back off these lows so the problem we have is today's fomc will we see traders and investors put money where their mouth is in the build-up to that event we could probably argue probably not would i want to do it no, no i wouldn't so um you know it's that sort of that's the psychology of these markets is there a bit of fear and anxiety in these markets now and um you know the markets are, are very likely to want to wait now until the fomc this evening uh, today's retail trade numbers could be quite volatile certainly if we get um again a strong deviation off those numbers i'll just bring it up one more time the retail sales 0.7 um, core retail sales 0.7 and retail sales at 0.1. So kind of a potentially a mixed bag in there, but we'll see the uh, the actual number when they come out. We've also got crude oil inventories um, minus 2.3 million barrels. That's that's a figure that's likely to probably end up supporting the price of oil to the upside. Uh, due to speak at the London School of Economics. 
doesn't say what about the euro the eurozone is 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 an interesting we're seeing a bit of upside across the euro at the moment um i suppose a, a good example would be the the euro pound you can see the sizable move to the euro in, to the upside in the in the euro pound now this is with a backdrop of of a eurozone defragmentation so it's the kind of the breaking up of the the eurozone and there's there's clearly two tiers we have um i suppose core europe which is functioning reasonably well higher inflation which the ecb could do something to to try and deal with that inflation by pushing rates higher and then we've got the periphery we've got other other parts of europe not performing so well bond yields on the rise um really significant concerns about being pressure you know being applied on those uh, on those periphery uh, countries at, at a very sort of difficult time politically as well at the moment and uh, everyone's looking at brexit and seeing how how things are going there which is it's not going great but no major surprise on that one so um we're now sort of looking at the ecb for some further confirmation as to whether they're going to be supportive of the periphery and, and how that's going to work so actually this is raising its ugly head again it, it does so every few years um last in, in 2018 and previously before that 2012 when um, um uh, Mario Draghi announced the bazooka, you know, willing to do whatever it takes, um, which which really kind of supported um, the European project. So um, we're hearing elements from uh, the ECB again that they're likely to, to, to make some similar decisions to do what it takes. To, um, Christine Lagarde announced it at the last meeting last week it's just they didn't mention any specifics so that's what's sort of freaking the market out a little bit what do they mean how's this going to be rolled out um us cpi numbers coming in at 10.8 percent cpi uh 8.6 so this inflation story is a real is a real problem so we're looking at these markets then we've got the us indices just sitting in a little bit of a holding pattern and that's what it looks like and um, we would we would be be tempted to get in if this price started to roll to the downside at the moment we don't have any clear kind of signal on that and um, oil yesterday we we were looking at this above the 119.74 um but you know stood back from it wanted to see how this market started to perform we, we kind of pushed higher briefly and then started to see this little rollover kick in and it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling down to the 114 level so actually a sizable you know that's a six dollar move to the downside um so extreme volatility on that you might normally have a have a a risk you, you you might be looking at around the two dollar risk in if you're buying oil and and what we're seeing is like a four or five dollar move higher followed by a you know five or six dollar rollover to the downside so 
you know, we're looking at that type of market at the moment. So we can back off oil. Um, gold's finding a bit of support down at these lower levels. There's your support level. Uh, probably just need to wait to get a little bit more confirmation for potentially a buy trade. Um, gold, in our opinion, should probably be in, in the current circumstances, should be pushing higher. Um, sorry, I do apologize, um, Andrew. Just have a quick look at uh, Bitcoin there. Um, sorry, I just over, overrun that. So we're down around the $21,000 level. Um, we, we've been mentioning for quite some time. You know, the fact that these markets keep breaking these little levels, 37,000, then we came down to the 38, sorry, 28,000. We drifted sideways for quite a period. And then the last four or five days, we've seen this market flush through the 28.7, um, actually down to the just the high $20,000 levels. And look, that that's very much in line and in keeping with uh, these little peaks um, back in November, December 2020. So we're back to those levels. It might provide a little bit of support in around the $20,000 level. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, just just for transparency purposes, we don't trade Bitcoin. It's, it's far too volatile for us. And um, it seems to be it seems to be tracking the um, the US indice markets to a certain degree, but the, the, the range of volatility is, is excessive and very difficult to trade. Don't like the way it moves just yet. So commodities, not great. So let's have a quick look at this dollar then. We'll see, we'll see where the opportunities lie in the euro dollar. A little bit of support beginning to kick in now. So a bit of dollar weakness maybe for the day. It's a very reluctant trade um, because um, the, the, the dollar is so strong. So it's a, it's a trade that might not last very long. Yesterday we were talking about rollover trades. So we had a similar dead cat bounce, which started to roll back over to the downside. It might be something similar today, although how, how active do we want to be going into this FOMC now today? That's, a, that's going to be an interesting trade um, to see where the opportunities lie. We've had uh, nothing but winning trades now since Thursday. So we're going to try and keep that, that good run going uh, for as long as we can. Yuri-Yen, bit of a bounce off the previous day's moves lower. Um, just a, a long range day. A bearish spinning top candlestick yesterday in the pound yen. Okay, today it seems like it's a day that it's quite important to be perhaps a little bit patient and to be, to be just be mindful of these events and, and what's going on. Uh, 
it really boils down to Fed monetary policy as to whether these markets continue higher or lower. Um, so let's try and put this into some sort of coherent uh, trade plan. So yesterday there was tentative risk on market conditions, but we were actually looking for further rollover um, U.S. indices to the downside. So some weakness in the U.S. indices. And we saw a little bit of that. So we were able to get in on our S&P and the NASDAQ rollover trade to the downside. And uh, a really decent move um, in the pound dollar and the pound yen. Uh, with that rollover trade to the downside. So this time yesterday, they were they were looking quite positive. Um, you know, we were kind of in a very unsure, tentative, risk-on market condition, but we were looking for the rollover trade um, with the potential for higher than expected US PPI numbers uh, out later today. So they came in very much in line with expectations. So let's amend this currently up on screen then, and we'll see... Um, so now really we're kind of in this mixed market phase we're in mixed market conditions just be mindful of that Right, so patience very much required with FOMT rate hike expected later today. So mixed market conditions. What are we looking to do? Is there any market that we'd like to look at? Um, You can see we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel now today because we really think with the with the amount of um, excessive volatility which we've seen now for quite some time, um, there's now potential for some short-term potentially dollar weakness. So, you know, maybe looking at a buy trade in the euro dollar, maybe the yen might start strengthening a little bit against the dollar. Although that's a, that's a, that's probably a difficult trade. Um, but we'll, we'll certainly have a look at that during the trading session and see which markets. It's probably important to be selective, uh, really, at this stage. So, um, so 
been selected. So unfortunately, the, the amount of clarity during this particular um, trade plan session is is it's uh, it's a little bit mixed. Uh, very much in line with our market summary. We're looking at quite mixed market conditions. It's giving us mixed signals. So that those are generally the conditions in which we we would probably prefer to be a little bit more patient. Um, so we want to be aggressive when the opportunities present themselves in either direction to the upside or to the downside. But we want to be patient when these markets are giving us these sort of mixed signals. So until we get some further clarity, um, that's what we're looking to do. Okay, then. So for some short-term dollar weakness, uh, we just need to be a little bit uh, be selective on on those trades. The euro dollar might give us the counterintuitively probably one of the better opportunities there so look on that note guys thanks very much for joining us any questions feel free to post them into the chat box and uh, we'll answer any questions that you have before we finish the broadcast and uh, thanks very much for joining us we'll wrap it up there we're going to switch across now to our live trade room so if you do would like to join us join our live trade room live every day where we can um, trade these markets fully live and interactive we trade the, the European open at 8am and also the US trading session at 12.30. So for more information, just go to livetrading.com and we're happy to um, answer any questions there through our website if we need. So from everyone here at Live Trading, thanks for joining us as always. Take care. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye for now.